Hi guys, so welcome to a new Instagram podcast. My guest of today is Deepa Khosla and she's an Indian influencer. She is an influencer in fashion and beauty and um, she moved to um, the Netherlands when she was 17 to study and during her internship as an influencer agency she uh, was introduced to the world of social media and um, in only four years she managed to uh, get a following of 1.6 million followers on Instagram so that's freaking huge and she also has her own foundation called Post for Change and she has worked with a different UN and other NGO uh, um, foundations so we will also talk t uh, today about her foundation Post for Change and about her career Hi! Hi, how are you? I'm well, how are you? Good, good. Staying at home. But oh, yeah, same. Oh, no, how are you holding up? Like, what are yeah. you doing? I mean, I think in the beginning, when we first started, it was really difficult. And now it's almost like it's the new normal, you know? Yeah. Uh, so we try to keep a schedule and, uh, you know, try to do things as much as you can normally. And luckily, my job, you can do quite a lot online. Yeah. So it's not too bad. So just trying to keep busy. But it's really weird that, you know, you can't go out and meet your friends and um, yeah, stuff like that. So that's difficult, but I think mm -hmm. apart from that, I'm just keeping busy and being productive and yeah. trying to make the best of it. Really. And you're still working out. So some, in the, the first week I was like, I'm buying new stuff, I'm going to yeah. work out. And now the second week I'm like, I'm tired. Yeah, so. I know, I know. I think it's like New Year's resolutions, you know, you're like January 1st, you're like pumped up, like I'm gonna do everything. And then you're like, eh, Netflix and chill. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But um, let's start at the beginning because you studied international uh, uh, you studied international law. Yes. But you uh, started a career in beauty and fashion. What sparked yeah. that ambition in you? To be honest, I kind of fell into it a bit. Uh, mm -hmm. So when uh, initially I was studying law and I did an internship at the International Court in The Hague, the International mm -hmm. Criminal Court. And then I had about four months of a break before I was going to go to um, London to do my master's. And during that time, there was this internship opportunity in Amsterdam. And it turned out being an influencer agency. And I'm like, what is influencers? What is an influencer agency? Like, what do these girls do, you know? And then uh, after working there uh, for a couple of days, I was closing like this massive deal for um, one of the original influencers, like Kiara, you know her, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. So like her and like Christina Bazan and Ami Song, like the OG women. Yeah. And, uh, and then I realized that there was literally no Desi or Indian influencer globally doing it. And yeah. I'm like, wait a second, could I do that? Like there were a bunch, I think, in India that started a bit. Mm -hmm. But like no one at like a global scale who was yeah. kind of representing us Daisies. Um, and even though I didn't really like my plan was really like academic law, like I didn't really see myself ever in the fashion or beauty thing. Mm -hmm. um, for me, it was more as a representation, you know, to have like someone that I think girls have, that look like us would want to look up to someone too. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I do know fashion and beauty a bit, so why not try it? Um, but eventually the goal was always to do more with it and, uh, you know, use my skills and use everything I've learned to bring it to Instagram. But fashion and beauty was the easy way to get into it. Yeah. So that's how I started. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. you are also one of the first uh, Indian influence I followed online. 
Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's but, awesome. Uh, yeah, but also, how is it to be one of the biggest, like, Desi influencers online? Um, yeah, to be honest, I don't really think of it like, like that. Um, mm -hmm. I find, uh, you know, my growing community and audience just, just really awesome. And I think with numbers and stuff, it's so much about, like, it keeps changing, especially yeah. in such an online platform. Like, even if you might have, one million two million followers but if your followers not interacting with you what's the point yeah you know what i mean so for me i always think of myself like a startup like it's always like keep innovating keep changing now there's TikTok. yeah you know, so oh, like, i'm so trying jump. to figure it yeah. out <laughs> so it's like jump on that and like yeah. try to do that so it's like always keep never think you're like the biggest and you're done you know like yeah. always keep innovating and keep trying and moving and learning and yeah so I think I don't think of myself like that. It's just about um, a journey. So mm -hmm. to keep moving forward. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but also, why do you think it became such a success? Because in four years, you grew like immensely. So yeah. how do you think why? What was um, I think for sure the fact that there were not any other like global Daisy role models mm -hmm. um, within Instagram and within fashion and beauty that that was definitely a thing so when girls like us saw me instantly they were like oh i like her she she's mm -hmm. like me you know she's yeah. my girl and so i think that definitely helps a right time right place i would say and then secondly one of the main things i think that exploded my profile was uh, our wedding like when i got married so beautiful yeah my dutch husband um yeah. i think it was this perfect coming together of cultures and you know showing the world this beautiful indian wedding and la 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 so i think like that wedding i, I think i grew like three hundred thousand followers in one week or something so oh, wow. it was yeah. really like i think the wedding exploded everything to the next level as well um and yeah right time right place i think would be the reason yeah okay um but uh where did you get your inspiration from because when you started what you said there was not a lot a lot of indian um representation online so yeah uh inspiration to to do to be an influencer you mean no more like uh, and who would you look at like oh i can uh, see me in her or oh finally somebody that looks like me something like that to like within the instagram influencer world nobody obviously no. that was the first one who tried to do that um but i think i would take bits and pieces from like every influencers like what they're doing well and also just women who are not influencers like you know i love the business acumen of say uh like uh emily wise from glossier or like mm -hmm. jessica alba from honest you know and yeah. how like she went from being an actress to like a businesswoman so i would take like their business acumen and then maybe i would take amal clooney's kind of like legal humanity loving aspect so i'm like yeah. well, make sure you always have you know so like take inspiration from like every woman yeah um in a different way but there wasn't one that i was like you are my perfect role model but it yeah. was just bits and pieces yeah it's also beautiful to hear that you don't only look at desi women because all women have something special so exactly yeah exactly uh, which campaign uh, or shoot has always stayed with you and why um I think it would have to be the MAC one where for mm -hmm. the first time ever, you know, MAC made me the face of this makeup range that yeah. was the makeup that they used on my wedding. And it was the first time like globally, MAC had put an Indian, like a Desi woman with like Desi attire. So yeah. I had like the head and the earrings and everything. 
um, all over the world, like at airports everywhere. So I think I remember getting a lot of messages from girls being like, oh, this is so cool to see an Indian on the face of Mac, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that was probably uh, my uh, proudest moments, yeah. Okay. Um, and also what kind of advice would you give um, Desi men or women that want to make it in the fashion and beauty industry? So not only influencers, but the whole industry. Yeah. Um, that the time is definitely our time now. Like, you know, there's for sure this like South Asian representation, like boom happening and that we should yeah. definitely help each other out. And uh, there's enough of us globally. Like if you mm -hmm. look at how many bases are in the US and the UK and Canada and Holland, like there's so, so many much. of us that yeah. um, it's definitely our time to shine. And um, yeah, I'm always a very proud brown woman. Like I always say that. Mm -hmm. So um, a piece of advice would be just start like that's the hardest part to so just get started and then just try to along the way you know network and like meet people and try to help each other out because I think if I look back for me many of the times it was because um, I met the right people along the way that I could yes. move ahead in what I did so I would mm -hmm. say network a lot and like talk to people and try to look within your range who can help you out and just keep doing that over and over again for years on end and, and don't wait know. just start yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. Um, also some people think that being an influencer isn't a real job which i don't agree on but yeah. uh, what do uh, what does your normal day look like before quarantine or now now it's a little bit now what? Yeah. <laughs> now it's just getting into my sweatpants and like <laughs> i love it try to uh, shoot stuff but I think in a normal day, again, it was very, very different. Like I was someone who was on a plane at least three times a week. So mm -hmm. if I'm flying, it would be then the flying routine, you know? But yeah. apart from that, I think on a daily basis, you end up like, in a way, your team ends up doing what a fashion magazine, a content creation house, a PR firm, all of them do in one, essentially. Yeah. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So mm -hmm. it's a lot of um, different tasks, like from finance, admin, invoicing, to content creation, editing, posting, content calendars, then you have negotiations with brands. If you do a big campaign, then you have, you know, long-term campaigns and you have a uh, face of it, ambassadorship. So um, like in my team, I had, you know, people who just take care of content, people who just take care of like the talent management side of things. Yeah. Then people who do the press, so all my covers, interviews, podcasts, then there's, uh, yeah, indeed the whole financial part, the finances, taxes, la la la. So it's a very, very everything. Yeah. And, yeah. and for me, my following is quite split up between Europe, US and India. So then I have like an India team, I have like a Europe team and then like an agency in the US, you know, so yeah. it's like, I need to constantly be around the three of them as well. So mm -hmm. it's it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely not just a hobby. And yeah, it's I already sport. felt a little bit tired when you listed everything. Yeah, <laughs> so it's a lot yeah. to do. But exactly. if you love it, then it's good. You do you do. And it is a really good business like if you can make it well and if you put always your audience first and your community mm -hmm. first because i think a lot of influencers you know what they do is after a while they see the money and they're yeah. like let me just take every product and promote everything and yeah. soon your audience is like why am i following you like if yeah. you have like, i not trust your opinion yeah more. exactly yeah. if you have no value for me and you're just going to promote like a billboard anything Mm -hmm. then why am I following you for your expertise or for, because I trust you, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, what yeah. are some things a lot of people don't know about you yet? Ooh, um, that I do they know that I love Indian food? I think so. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I could eat Indian food all day, every day. Um, that I I was a total nerd, like total academic until until like a few years ago. Like my life surrounded around just studying and getting you know good grades and just being like good Indian girl. Yeah, um, so I was like a total nerd. Um, I still love reading books and like, you know, learning new things and gaining knowledge. So I think I'm very like knowledge hungry. Like my brain always wants to like learn, learn, learn more and like innovate and learn and learn and learn like a new language or a new business or new something. So yeah, I think uh, that probably gives me the most energy is like learning new things. Mm -hmm. So the yeah. Indian nerd that loves Indian food. I think every exactly. day. <laughs> exactly. That's a, that's a summary of it. <laughs> you also uh, started your own foundation, a Post for Change. Yes. Uh, where did this all start? Why did you want to start this foundation? Um, so Post for Change was an idea that, like from the beginning when I started this blog, I knew that I wanted to do use it for more than just promoting fashion and beauty, you know, because like it's great and it's beautiful and like yeah. women love to see fashion and beauty, but I wanted it to stand for more. Um, because if you at such a young age have amassed such a big following, yeah, you know, use that to, uh, yeah, be a good role model and use that responsibility in a good way. So, um, so I, I always thought like, okay, how can I use this for more from day one? But then the post for change idea came when I was on a trip with Revolve, it's like this clothing line. And, uh, it was so amazing how they use the power of influencers to sell their clothes so well, you know, yeah. taking them on trips and everything, creating this experience. And then when I, when I was falling asleep there, I remember thinking, Hey, imagine if you could do this for good, like the mm -hmm. same concept of like taking 10, 11, 12 girls to some part of the world, like influencers. And, but actually for using social media, not for profit, but using social media for change, like mm -hmm. to show them forests burning down and show them like, you know, village women in India, how they deal with um, periods or whatever, like any cause you could take, you can yeah. make so much more awareness on it by just getting influencers to go on that journey. Um, so then I told my husband about it and he's a diplomat. So mm -hmm. together we're like, yeah, this is a really good idea. We should start it. And so we started it about eight months ago and then we just like emailed a bunch of people and our very first email back was from UNICEF, which is like big one, the yeah. biggest NGO. Um, and they were like, we want you, how quickly can you meet us in India? And we were like, um, okay. And so we went that's to them, fast. we met them and yeah, that's when it like just started and it was, it's been crazy. It's really, really cool since the last, it's only been eight months old and we've already wow. done like four projects and yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. Okay. And what do you want to achieve uh, on the uh, long term? Because you said you just started eight months, but you have done so much already. So what's yeah. your end goal? But yeah, um, long term, I think that we have like two main goals for this year, for example, uh, one of them is to plant a million trees. So we have, um, we have climate change and women's rights as like our yeah. two main pillars. So from the climate change angle, our main our goal is to plant a million trees. And from the women's right angle is to give uh, menstrual hygiene and like menstrual knowledge to 250,000 women in India. So mm -hmm. basically those are the two main goals that we're working towards this year. 
Okay, okay. Um, yeah. And are there uh, other projects we can expect this year? And if so, can you tell us more about it? I mean, with Poster Chain or with me personally? Uh, both. Both. With yeah. Poster Chain, there is a few in the pipeline, but because of Corona, everything has been pushed. So mm -hmm. kind of got yeah. to see where. Uh, and with me personally, I think this is going to be the year I finally launch my own brand. Um, oh, nice. So, yeah. Fashion, so, beauty, both. I can't say, yeah. It's, oh, but okay. I'm working yeah. very, very, very hard on it every single day. Mm -hmm. um, and it's going to be very exciting. But um, okay. And it's going to be massive, if I can say that myself. But uh, it's very exciting. And it's going to come, hopefully, by the end of this year. Okay, I cannot wait. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but before we end this interview, uh, what is your personal mantra you live by? Uh, personal mantra, it's this, um, it's, it's called Amor Fati in Latin, and it basically means love your destiny. And that, what that means is like, no matter what life throws at you, good, bad, everything is thrown at you for a reason. Mm -hmm. So don't just like be okay with it, but love it. So even yeah. if like you get shit in your life, um, love it because either that's going to teach you something or mm -hmm. put you in a path for something else or grow you. So just like look at life always in a, in a way that, you know, everything is given to you for a reason. So love your destiny for it. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Um, I want to thank you so much for this. Thank you. Thank no you. Problem. Thank you. <laughs> Would you love to share something uh, with the watchers before we end this interview? Oh, sure. Yeah, of course. So they're going to ask questions or do you want me to share something? Oh, if, if there is anything you would love to uh, share with them before we end this interview. Oh, no, just uh, thank you so much for watching you guys. You know, I love you all. Um, thank you for being on my journey from day one. And uh, I'm very excited to show you guys what's next in this journey with me. Okay. Thank you so much. I thank will wait patiently for your brand. And uh, I hope to see it soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.